This episode is sponsored by Aura. Every once in a while, a product comes along that changes everything. And that product is Aura. Aura is an easy-to-use app that includes everything families need to protect their identities, money, passwords, devices, and more. It's really easy to set up and has everything you need. So you don't have to download seven separate apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, ID theft, and transaction monitoring, and more. You get everything at one affordable price. What makes Aura different, you say? It's simple to set up. It protects against today's and tomorrow's threats, and with parental controls to let your kids explore the internet safely, filter harmful sites, apps, and manage screen time easily. Online safety for today's digital safety. It's tech that grows with you and your family. Browse safely, surf smartly, Aura comes packed with all the tools you need to protect you and your family from the online threats you can't see. Our listeners will get a 14-day free trial of Aura for individuals, couples, or their family by going to Aura.com potential. That's Aura, spelled A-U-R-A, dot com slash potential. Once again, get your first 14-day free trial of Aura by going to Aura.com potential. Protect what's important. Proactive protection for your assets, identity, family, and tech across every device. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host, and I don't think he's a clone, but he might be, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the latest sci-fi comedy mystery film that came out on Netflix, They Clone Tyrone. This is written by Tony Rettenmailer and Jewel Taylor, and directed by Jewel Taylor as well. So uh, we're excited to see this. Uh, you know, Netflix has continued to put out these great films with uh, some big name stars, and this one looked uh, very different and uh, kind of a fitting little summer movie where uh, it's going to take you to a couple weird places. But uh, we kind of like these mystery films uh, with the new spins. So Taylor, what is a brief synopsis of They Cloned Tyrone? So the Clone Tyrone, we've got our three main stars, John Boyega, Tayonai Paris, and Jamie Foxx, who um, are an unlikely trio that get together and they are attempting to uncover a government conspiracy where the government may be cloning people and they need to find out what is going on after some weird things are happening uh, in their neighborhood. So yeah, I saw the preview for this. I, I like the idea of there was like a mystery sci-fi and also with an incredible leading cast. Um, you know, always love Jamie Foxx. I know he's been working with Netflix quite a bit lately. John Boyega coming off of Star Wars and all these big roles he's been having. And Tayona Paris with her work and the Marvel Universe and more. This is just really, really exciting. Right off the bat, I got to tell you, I like the idea that we can continue to make these old style films where this film is set in kind of a modern, but futuristic kind of world. Um, and, but it also has that kind of seventies black exploitation kind of style film and grainy. And it really, really kind of sets the tone. And 
I guess they don't waste any time within the first bit to get right to something's weirds going on. And um, I really like that. You didn't, you waste no time to like, okay, something, something's up. Yeah. Even the, the costume design, some of the hair choices, you could tell like, this is, it's still got this like kind of seventies, eighties vibe, but there is something futuristic at the same time. And uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, take very long before the weird stuff starts to happen. Um, especially quite early on, we have a character that gets shot and killed, and then the next day comes right back as if nothing ever happened with no memory of it. And you start to kind of put these clues together. There's something going on. Something is, uh, there's like substances happening. There's something controlling, and we don't know where it's coming from. And what's so, I think, unique about the film is they let John Boyega kind of be, even though he's got this team, he is very kind of self-aware of how alone he is. Um, his character has lost his younger brother um, to a uh, bad cop incident that caused the death of his brother. And his mother's always locked up in her room. She never comes out. There's multiple sequences where he, he knocks on the door and is like, hey, mom, you want food? And she's like, no, I'm watching my programs. No, I already ate. And she never comes out. And so there's this kind of, I think, creepy factor where he starts to kind of notice, like, there's something off, like something, you know. And it's a weird cyclical vibe where it's like, okay, it's kind of a Groundhog Day-esque, like the same stuff's kind of, you know, he go he goes to the local um, mart to get his scratch-offs, never wins, always gets his 40, and he uh, gives it to the, you know, the local um, homeless guy who's, something's up with him. So, yeah, it is, how they set it up has got a really cool vibe to it. Yeah. And then when we start to really get into the the cloning aspect, the the kind of government secret aspect of this film, I thought the design was really cool because they they this could have gone multiple ways, and this is where it really does kind of get futuristic feeling. Um, you know, at one point they go into this house and there's an elevator they find, and it's very sci-fi looking, and they go down and they start to see some really interesting stuff, and uh, I just love because of the whole. As you said, kind of the the black fin of this film, <laughs> find this scientist who's a white guy with a fro, and the commentary, especially from Jamie Foxx, was hilarious. Of like, does this guy have a fro? <laughs> like, uh, it was just really funny. But you start to get the sense of like, oh, there's this whole lab down here, and where are these people from? What is this? What are they trying to do? And then at some point, they find a body that looks just like Fontaine. So. Again, there's all these kind of clues, and I think what was smart is they kept kind of pairing stuff that's happening in the underground, if you will, to actual events happening in the community. We've had a lot of these kind of sci-fi cloning movies, but I don't think we've ever had it really from the angle of this kind of community. And I think that was what was smart about it was it's kind of bringing the flavor of black stories, but then tying it to almost in a get-out kind of way of what if there is this kind of darker entity that is trying to kind of gentrify and control a black community without them even knowing it. And that there's these products put into things they like, like there's a substance they like in their chicken, their substance is put in their hair products and stuff they use daily. That's going to mind control them. And just kind of a fun journey with our main cast to kind of, un you know, unravel this conspiracy 
and I think ultimately where it ended up, you know, we're not doing spoilers today, but what, what kind of the big reveal by the end, I thought was actually a really cool way to go. I just wish it went bigger. I don't know what the budget was for this or if they, you know, only could do so much. But when you hear the the, the name, they clone Tyrone, you kind of, you know, expect there's going to be multiple clones happening. And we don't really get multiple clones. Um, there's bodies and tanks, and there's a couple moments where, you know, we get a few different versions, but really it's it's mostly the same version of, of Fontaine that John Boyega plays. And I think if they had kind of gone a little further into, maybe he starts going into maybe wealthier areas or different places, and he sees himself in the very last minute of this movie mm-hmm. was something that should have happened earlier in the film. Uh, yeah it wasn't it it was supposed to be played for shock value but it was like it didn't really have the same effect where that should have been yeah um and like we were talking about this not maybe obviously you have such good of this trio of these main characters really good chemistry really great i mean jimmy fox gets a lot of humor uh to do with this but yeah i think we could have gone the multiplicity route or we could have gone the sixth day where it's like this is my clone you know and they kind of face off and then just add more to the creepiness um and I think they should have delved, delved more into the creep factor, the conspiracy, where it's a great premise, but they they should have went for broke. And like you said, it could have been budgeting, stuff like that. But there was, I think, some things they could have done that would add more to the mystery. Because this movie's sitting at two hours, and they do cover a lot. But yeah, um, I will say my gripe with it, you've got two great um, actors that are kind of really um, wasted in this. David on Greer, who great for comedy he plays this reverend at this church and he has like one scene and it's kind of a shame because david on greer is so funny i mean from living in color and and all these films um especially when you're having a film with such a, a predominantly black cast you know let's 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 um revel in that let's have all these great talents so he was kind of wasted and keep Sutherland plays this kind of henchman um very you know he, he needs always good a you know really great with that government stuff from from 24 and whatnot but he really kind of has a one note villain and they could have made him a little bit more intimidating. He kind of uses the same voice he used in Monsters vs. Aliens, uh, where he's like, oh, the Kentucky Frat voice. It was like, uh, come on. Um, make him a yeah, little I more sinister. Yeah, him to be more intimidating. Like phone booth uh, sinister when he like mm-hmm. had that, you know. So those yeah. were kind of the waste of, you know, talent that that could have done a little bit more with. That was my my great. And even John Boyega is such a talented actor that I think him having the challenge of, playing different versions. versions yeah he has more range um, then you know because yes he does play a few multiple versions but i just wanted him to be i wanted it a lot more so i mean by by no means is it a bad film i was interested the whole time uh you know i was i was glued to the screen and i was interested along the ride um also there's great music throughout the the film you know and it, it kind of sticks with the, the time period it's supposed to be aiming for but also just the feeling and the culture and uh, yeah, the cast is great. I mean, Jamie Foxx is hilarious as this pimp character. And, um, you know, again, we've been loving her work in the Marvel stuff, but she, you know, she's really kind of found this great role in this. Um, Tiana Paris of, of Yo-Yo, I really enjoyed her work. And there's a couple of twists and turns with her as well, which I uh, wasn't anticipating by the end. So ultimately, this is what, again, as we've talked about, there's these genre kind of films that come out on netflix that are so great and that it's like i may not have time to go out to the actual cinema to see some of the big you know tentpole movies that are out right now but i just want to 
see something different. Um, you know, I like these actors. And this is one I think you would enjoy. Probably more of a, a, a night film. Um, I think we'll get a little more of the creepy vibe with it. But for everything involved, you know, even though I wanted more, uh, I enjoyed the film for what it was. So I'm going to give the clone Tyrone. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I, I, I think that it leaves a good premise. There's a lot of opportunity if they want to do a sequel or maybe a series. I would, I'd actually, this is a, this warrants a sequel because there's so much more they could do. And I want them to go deeper into the conspiracy. But hey, check out this for yourself. The Clone Tyrone is streaming now exclusively on Netflix. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.